Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on? Bo Brock, Frank Sanders. It's PHNX Cardinals, part of PHNX Sports. Our live coverage continues here from Four Peaks on 8th Street. Oh, man, it's incredible that we're out here, Frank. I've got myself a wow wheat ale. It's, uh, it's delicious. It's part of the Joy Bus. Great charity there, so you're giving back while you're indulging in this delicious beverage. Great food here. And we're talking some Arizona Cardinals football. We're going to look ahead here about some potential record breakers, some single-season record breakers that could happen in 2022. Plus, how strong is the Arizona Cardinals' tight end room? Of course, we've got you brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. And, of course, we're live at Four Peaks, H Street Pub all day, along with the rest of the PHNX crew, our guys from PHNX D-backs. They're up next. You, of course, must be 21 or older. Enjoy responsibly. But, man, this has been an incredible day. We love our new partnership with Four Peaks. Uh, Going to get some, myself some chicken rolls here pretty soon. Here with my beer. What, what are you in for? What, what are you looking at? The maybe chicken some, rolls. Yeah, let's get some, uh, maybe oh, that, some beer that, bread. That, that beer bread? Oh, my God. Have you tasted the, like you, what you dip it inside, that beer sauce? <laughs> oh, my deliciousness. Like, when you have the beer sauce, yeah. that is that is, it's next level. You know what? What they say is don't dip twice, but you have to. Though. Oh, yeah. It's so delicious. Just flip it. Just flip it. Well, just be courteous to your fellow your fellow gotta, man or woman out there yeah. as you're enjoying some Four Peaks. Frank, uh, you know, it's been a while. I'm, I'm on a layover. I'm, I'm doing one show, and then I'm back on the road, and then I'll be back full time. Right? Okay. All right. I went, I went Hawaii. I'm going to Iowa. I appeased my wife. Now my mother, like the women in my life, they're, they're going to be... They're going to be happy with me as a, as a husband and as a son. You just left Seattle. You just left Spokane, Washington. yeah. Now you're back. Now I'm back. Now you just went to Hawaii. Now I went to Hawaii. Pounds to you, my man. That's right. I'm just a jet setter. I'm all over the place. I'm like our guy Brandon, who's our, our CEO over here. He's, he's always on the move. So are you, Frank Sanders. You're, you're always on the move, whether you're on the links or you're back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving seasons for the cardinals you know you're just all over the place i did my best bro look let me tell you one thing this whole weekend has been pretty crazy the weekend before when you was playing a bunch of golf i was playing yes. a bunch of golf so i played three different golf courses in that window of span in that in that window of time yeah i won about 275 dollars so Ooh. but i've already spent it so i'm not buying beer so just don't <laughs> even be tripping but in reality look that time was spent well well on the greens how was your time in 
Hawaii. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, you had a, we, we had a couple hiccups as far as who could go because of uh, who was healthy enough to go. Really? So we made, uh, we made chicken salad out of that chicken bleep, and it was okay. great. I mean, I can't complain. I'm not going to sit here and complain about a Hawaiian vacation. I loved every second of it, and I'm going uh, completely opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going, I'm going to Iowa next, but I'm going to be hanging out at the uh, Field of Dreams, you know, if you build it. <sighs> They will come. Like, you're a baseball guy, too. You played some Auburn baseball back in the day. You're not yeah, just yeah. known for your feats on the gridiron. So we're going to have a good right. time. We're going to get to show them. It's like the ultimate father-son thing. Like, when you think father-son, feel the dreams doesn't get, hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? Like, I mean, that, yeah. that's the scene right there. That's, <clears throat> no, that's absolutely special, brother. It's so special that the, the MLB actually played a game there, you know, a couple yeah. years ago and created that electric. situation for that moment. That's pretty exciting on that on itself. Look, everything you've done, I'm absolutely jealous. <laughs> like the last two weeks, I'm jealous. I don't have a mother-in-law, so you can. Or mom, my mom passed away in yeah. uh, since I was 17. But in reality, to have that opportunity to do something for your wife and then go home to your mom—that's uh, man, kudos to you, bro. Thank you. you. Are winning points. Thank you. Can you can do anything you want to do for the next two weeks. Uh, yeah, that's right. Speaking of being able to do anything you want, how about quarterback Kyler Murray? Our guy Johnny Venerable says, as far as negotiations go, on his. Mega extension. They're trending in the right direction. Are we going to hear news soon of a Kyler Murray big money deal? Probably, probably going to happen before training camp. I would think so. That's got a rookie report on July 21st. You've got the veterans reporting a couple days later. And then you've got training camp, the real thing opening up, preseason games. And the next thing you know, September's here. And you've got uh, yourself the 2022 season. Uh, see you guys in the chat. Isaiah, what's going on? What's up, Josh? Josh is actually out here on site with us. PHNX Sports mega fan out there. Big, Nice to see Josh out here in Cheers person. And, of course, we got our guy Noomzy in there. He says, allow me to introduce myself. My, My name, name is, is Hope. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> H to the <laughs> Little I love that. <laughs> Absolutely love that. On a Wednesday, we're enjoying ourselves out here at Four Peaks. But Kyler Murray, so I was looking at it. You know, you got the addition of a 17th game here last season and we thought we might see some Cardinals single season records fall we did see like the best performance from a Cardinals tight end in Zach Ertz in only what 11 games right. because that position's been so futile since they've got to the desert that it was just kind of if Ertz just did his thing he was just going to break all the records in the limited amount of time he, he played but you know you look at Kyler Murray he couldn't stay healthy but if he did you know could he approach some of these records and I was looking at a couple of these we have some great graphics lined up here let's look at some of the passing records for the Arizona Cardinals because I don't think when you're looking at a 17th game and how it's a pass heavy league that these numbers are out of the realm of possibility or even if Kyler Murray plays all 17 games that he's not going to reach these Carson Palmer 2015 he had an MVP caliber season if it weren't for a guy named Cameron Newton playing for the Carolina Panthers he probably is taking home that hardware Carlson Palmer, 4,671 yards passing with 35 touchdowns. I think both those numbers could be attainable for K-1. What do you think, Frank? Without a doubt. Look, Kyler Murray's top numbers is 3,900 yards, 3,900 and some change. That's the most yards he's had, and that was like that was a couple years ago. So when we look at it from that standpoint, those numbers are 100% attainable, especially with the this league being a pass-happy league. Yeah. Without a doubt, he can do it. Of course, he missed a couple of games, so... He's shy of that moment, but in reality, if he can get all his players back with the receiving core that we do have, Rondell Moore, HB, that's Hollywood Brown. And if you bring D. Hobbs, if D. Hobbs had a full season, so that three-core full season and our tight end, yep. and our addition of Trey McBride, Trey McBride that, that in itself says he can definitely reach, reach those numbers. 
Um, but look, when Carson Palmer had that moment in 2015, those guys went 13 and three. They had postseason play. He played lights out. Like he had the best, some of the two best receivers that ever played the game, and that's Anquan as well as Larry Fitz. And then he had he had a great cast around him. I, I definitely think that Kyler can do that without a doubt. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think actually maybe the touchdown passes would be a little bit tougher for Kyler than the yardage, just because. He's going to have to step his game up as far as his red zone passing. Not as efficient in the red zone, but if you can get those weapons like Ertz going, Hollywood Brown. Of course, you've got like A.J. Green. He's the big, tall. He's going to box you out. Re- rebounding type wide receiver. Antoine Wesley could be a weapon. And then you've got the, the shifty guys. Uh, you'll, you'll be all right. But when you've got money in the bank and James Conner, you can just hand it off and punch it in for six. Look, it, it helps. This is what I, This is why I say... The Arizona Cardinal fans can take notice of the fact that while we got uh, a Hurts and while we also bring a, we brought a Trey McBride in, mm-hmm. and that is because our offense in the red zone, 20 yards in, yep. 15 yards in, was absolutely horrible. <laughs> and that's what yeah. it was because the, the air raid offense has no packages particularly for 20 yards in on, in the red zone particularly. So now we brought in Zach Hurts. He does his thing. He, he, he adds to that table, but Trey McBride adds to that table. Yeah. JC is definitely a weapon. We know he he, he had multiple touchdowns from the from from inside the ten yard lines, and he is a bruiser. So that is we do have a package now. So that therefore allows now more for Kyler Murray to add to his points or his touchdown total at the end of the season. I completely agree. Some great points from our guy Frank Sanders, and you mentioned JC James Conner. Let's look at the running backs. So this is kind of an interesting. This is kind of a polarizing topic. I don't. I want to hear your thoughts on it first, real quick. Because we've got Otis Anderson on here, and he was playing for the St. Louis Cardinals, if I'm not mistaken. 1979. 1600-yard 19, se- rushing. That's the, that's the leader in the clubhouse as far as the Cardinals go running the football. David Johnson, if you look at the, since they moved to the desert, mm. that's the number right there, 1239, 1,239 yards rushing, and then 16 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. He had 20 total that season, just an absolute monster season for the Humble Rumble and David Johnson, DJ, do you do you like that they count Chicago and St. Louis stats when we look at Cardinals history? Because I like to just kind of weed them out and just look at Arizona. I think I think you have to give the guy the credit for whatever he does, wherever he does it at. Okay. And so I'm okay with that in regards to that. But I think like when you look at the numbers of what Otis Anderson was able to do at that timeline, that was a bruising type of situation. Yeah. The guys ran; they ran two backs. They had a tight end. They had a four, actually. Folks who don't remember, they had a term called a fullback. There was a halfback and a fullback, and the fullback was twice the size of the halfback. That's why he's a fullback. And then so that guy used to run up against, <laughs> he'd run up against, you know, linebackers right. and smash and bruisers. But then when you look back at the halfback, that guy was, a, he was a scat guy that yeah. quick and run. Otis Anderson was a bruiser back in the days as well. 1,600 yards, that's very impressive. Yeah. But today right now, and to see what DJ did, he look, look at the distance and look at the difference. 1,600 yards to 1,200 right. yards was the difference, and that means the offense became more explosive on the outside with the passing with the passing game. Can that happen this year? Will JC be able to do that? No. And right. You know why? His name is called Hollywood Brown, baby. <laughs> Hollywood, downtown Brown, Mr. Faux Chain, wearer, nice braids, good right. teeth. He is the dude. No one, no way will J.C. do what he did last year when we brought in those weapons. Right. You know what's happening right now. Cliff Kingsbury is kind of right. He's doing that to he's himself. He's excited about he's it. He's excited. He's tweaking things. He's 100% yeah. excited because you know why? He has weapons, 
and weapons with a quarterback that can make it happen. I don't. I, I would. I would get almost guarantee that you could get JC back in the end zone for a double-digit amount of, of TDs. But to to run it back and get 15 again, like he did last year, and he was one off of DJ's mark of 16 total rushing touchdowns. That's going to be tough. No, I mean, also if you're putting as far as trying to reach 1600 yards, you don't want that kind of snap count for. James Conner, who's oft injured all the time. I mean, he even had a, one of the healthiest seasons he's ever had last year, and he still missed some time. So you want to keep him healthy. That's important instead of chasing some, you know, franchise record. But we only said that because Chase Edmond was missing a lot last For year, sure. too. So we had to bring Eno in, yes. and that, that kind of offset it a little bit. JC had to put a little more work in than, yeah. he, than, than we would think he would have to. Look, last year was absolutely phenomenal for a guy that we brought in as a free agent to come in and ball out. He did everything that we wanted him to do. From the passing game, he caught balls with one hand, two hands, three hands. He caught them with his ankles, and he pounded people. He ran. He gave us an identity in that area. Everything that J.C. did was absolutely fabulous. I hope he can come back and return and do the exact same thing. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be lovely. But I just think that when we look at our offense and how explosive it can be and with, with the players that we do have right now on the outside, it's going to be a challenge to get him as many touches as he had last year. If they find a way to maneuver Kyler in the pocket mm-hmm. and allow J.C. to become that, that, that second option, he will be the hidden ghost on our offense. And therefore, everyone's going to have to cover everybody on the outside because we got speed, we got agility, we got talent in our tight end. That is a, a, that is a defense neutralizer. But J.C. will be the open guy. And I expect him to have better, I expect him to have better yards in, in regards to receiving than I did last year than this year. That would be impressive. It was a, it was a nice, uh, what, all th- a 1,000-yard, all-purpose yards for JC. You guys are absolutely just crushing in the in the chat. Low-tone Capone saying Four Peaks needs to get into the D-hop thing. I absolutely agree that when I'm looking at a, a board of all their great brew, uh, beers on tap here, a D-hop hop would be fantastic. Like, let's, 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 I know hop knot is, like, one of their main things. Let's, well, then we already got just, it. It's just... I mean, we got a it hot writes knot itself here. already. He just needs to. He just needs to come and sign it. Let's it just, make it happen. Just writes itself. Uh, of course, you've got uh, Emma pointing out how tan I am. Thank you so much. Yeah, this this it's got that glow. That's right. It's got that glow. <laughs> it's got that glow. <laughs> I got that coming back from vacation glow. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna continue this conversation as Here's far as Here's my golfer tan. <laughs> right. I, oh, I got the farmer's tan for sure. Uh, you don't want to see these these sleeves roll up, especially sitting next to our guy Frank with these. These, the gun show over here. Speaking of which, the calf slicer, the Peruvian necktie. Tons of ways to come out on top in the octagon. Lots of muscles there for UFC 276. That's, you know, with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, and you can get in on all the action from UFC 276. Bet $5 on any UFC 276 fighter to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Use the code PHNX this Saturday at the DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the notes, the show notes for all the details. But, of course, you want to get in on the UFC 276 action. The only place to do that, of course, is the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We're live from Four Peaks. We're continuing our Arizona Cardinals single-season record discussion, and now we're getting into my guy Frank Sanders-Forte, the wide receivers. The re- now, this is crazy. Here you've got a guy, Larry Fitzgerald, Larry Legend. He's pretty much second most major receiving statistical, statistical stats as far as those go. 
But as far as the Arizona Cardinals record books, single season wise, one, he's, he's really not even on the top of any of them. I mean, he's not, but it, that that goes to show you that when he played, he played with other great players, mm-hmm. and so that was that's that's the difference. D. Hops had one fifteen, and he pretty much did it by himself, right? Like he just literally like elevated the Arizona Cardinals yeah. when we brought him in as a free agent, and him and Kyler connected. It was like a magical season. Yeah, and so we can't look past that. But when we look at Larry, we got to look at Larry and the multitude of quarterbacks that he had. But at a couple at a couple seasons in his life in the NFL with the Arizona Cardinals, he had also he had also had a band of other brothers that was playing mm-hmm. with him. He played with Anquan Bolden for some years. And so that in itself kind of takes away from it. But you're looking at two guys that were two-time pro, pro bowlers for a couple of years in themselves. David Boston is my <laughs> surpriser, though. Like, David Boston, like, DB in the yardage? From the Ohio State, David Boston. Talk about biceps. That guy was an absolute I know everybody unit. from ASU hate that term, David Boston and his biceps, because that wasn't a good moment. No, when it wasn't. ASU, Ohio State played ASU. It was not. But, right. like, as far as receptions, as you mentioned, D-Hop, 115. David Boston is your single-season season yardage king for the Arizona Cardinals. I was there. 1598. What was it like watching, a, being on the field, watching a guy get fed that much? Not hating, but pissed. <laughs> Damn it, find me. <laughs> I mean, find, find a homie. Please, Jake, I'm open. <laughs> but at, at this time, David had, David had a, he had, he had. You're he just had, out there running rounds. No, David got what he needed to get in the NFL. Right. And he had got the fame he wanted. He had positioned his body to a position. He positioned his body where it was strong, it was physical. Of course, you guys saw him on, on the Muscle Fitness magazine. Mm-hmm. He had 12 packs, not eight, <laughs> not six. He had shoulders on traps. He had traps on traps. He had biceps on biceps. He was a walking calculator of muscle, without a doubt. This dude looked special, and no one wanted to touch him. So almost about 1,600 yards are pretty special, but that's not. I don't think anybody in the Arizona Cardinals are going to get somewhere close to 1,600 yards. I don't. And when you look at the history in the past, right. the, the most yards ever uh, caught by a receiver was Calvin Jackson out of uh, Johnson. Johnson, excuse me, Calvin Johnson. Yep. Almost nine, almost 2,000 yards, and then following him, Cooper Cup yep. last year, 140 some catches, 115 and 140. If you can get one, you can get the 140 catches. It's a good chance somebody's going to break that. Can you imagine? I mean, you were out there running routes when David yeah. Boston was was catching nearly 1,600 yards <laughs> worth of passes. I mean. It, if somebody's getting force-fed the ball, getting that target share, I mean, that, that would be something to say. I mean, 115, it felt like it with, with D-Hop, that, that, as you said, well, 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just ball after ball going into his hands. It, he it's he good, had about 1,400 yards that year, too, D-Hop's yeah. did. I just so, don't, I don't think anybody touches these receiver w- records. We see the uh, – put that, that graphic back on. The, the touchdowns fits as far as since the team moved to AZ. He had 13. Sonny Randall in 1960. 1960. But just imagine that type of offense yeah. in 1960. Right. And he catches 15 touchdowns. It was like the inception of the forward pass, and they just <laughs> took advantage of those mismatches. Sonny Randall was just lighting them Look, up. Folks, your, fantasy te- your grandfather's fantasy team was winning the ship with Sonny Randall. If you look at Sonny Randall, the stuff that he did was not just a receiver. No? No. He did a, he did a whole heap of stuff. So if you should, <laughs> your fantasy points would have been absolutely. Put some absolutely, respect on Sonny yeah, Randall's please, name? Okay. Because in 1960, this guy was a beast. And, and he played in the St. Louis. He played in St. Louis back in the days in that time. He was a, a couple years at the Chicago Cardinals, but then he went to the St. Louis. And I'm just telling you, 
the young man was a beast. But 15 touchdowns, that's pretty special. I think if anybody's going to be able to approach any of those numbers, it's going to have to be Hollywood just because he's going to be the number one guy. He's not going to miss any time out of the gates like DeAndre Hopkins. I know there might be some speculation that he might be able to get that suspension down. But if you miss any time, like those are numbers where you don't have any like room for error. If you, if you miss any time, like you, you have to put up monster game after monster game in order to achieve 1,600 yards, 115 receptions, 15 touchdowns. I, I would say from a, from a receiver standpoint, you have to be an alpha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but, but I don't think he's an alpha. Like, I don't see HB being oh, an alpha compared okay. to what D-Hops is. And I have to say that respectfully because when you look at it, typically the guys that caught those balls are the guys that argued and fussed and yelled at it, and they, and they griped about it all the time. You look at the guys in the history when you're talking Guys are the alpha. When you look at Randy Moss, he always arguing, throw the damn ball at me, I'm always <laughs> open. T.O., Keyshawn Johnson, these guys argued for the ball all the time. Yeah. Even if they played with other great players. It wasn't like they were the only ones on the field. So in that regards, I don't see HB being that guy that potentially can do that. That's only on my, on my position. And I think I, I, once we realize that the league says that D-Hops is not playing up to six games, mm-hmm. they're going to double team HB. If HB yeah. starts off with like three touchdowns, they're going to start double teaming him and having somebody over top because we know they can't stop them. The offensive system has to start fit, fitting these guys. When we look at last year, Cooper Cup, we watched Cooper Cup go zing, zang, zoom, mm-hmm. zam. Those are terms that receivers <laughs> use when they got guys in motion. Look, those are the things that you really need to know yeah. that put your, guy, put your receiver in the best position. We saw Devontae Adams do the exact same thing. They motioned him across the field all day long to give him the, the, to create problems against the defense. That's possible. HB, I don't see that potential only because – our offense necessarily doesn't move motion guys. That's for sure. My concern. You look at the route trees for most of these receivers, it's, it's pretty it, – it's not diverse. I mean, when you see the route tree for DeAndre Hopkins at the end of the game, it's on one side of the field. It's not – there's not a whole lot of, you know, change from Cliff Kingsbury. He, he likes what they do and, and tries to dial it in too much. Hopefully we'll see a little bit more variety Please. from that. I mean, you would hope that this is going to be a receiving core that's going to rival more like the, the fits – Quan Breston. Yes, you were, Ooh, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was because <laughs> they, it wasn't just one guy out for numbers. They were just they were just putting up numbers together. They, they would have been the second greatest show on turf. Oh yeah, you know the show on turf was Kurt Warner, yeah. same boy, quarterback. I, I, mm-hmm. I hope and your boy had Bruce, and then they also had your boy. Uh, uh, it was it Ricky Pro? No, yeah, Ricky Pro. Ricky Pro was there for a year, but it was yeah. the next guy Robinson. He left us. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, just saying that that would be on the table. But right now, looking at where we are receiver wise, I think offensively, guys, we have a great offense, but we definitely re- we have to rely on and put more pressure on Cliff in order for Cliff to be the, the offensive coordinator. We need him to be and to turn this air raid into something pretty special. Marvin uh, Marshall Falk, I'm sorry, coming out of the backfield, also had a thousand yards receiving Thank you, sir. for the Rams. Uh, not too shabby, of course. Uh, let's look at this. So I talk about the receivers, and I just don't think there's, there's anybody that's going to approach those numbers. Same thing on the defensive side of the football. Let's take a look at the defensive records. Sacks-wise, Chandler Jones, I think this is my fault. I put it in his 2020. I think it was 2019. He had the 19 sacks. You had, uh, was it Bob Newsom Bomber? 1949, 12 picks. But, but local, when they were playing in the desert, boy Kwame Lasser, you know, rest his soul, 42. 2001. That 2001 season, David Boston's catching passes on the offensive side along with Frank Sanders, Kwame Laster's nine picks. It just felt like he was getting one a game. No, nah, it, was, it, was it was a special season for Kwame, man. And honestly, the, the, way, the, the way things fo- fo- 
fell in our hands. Like mm-hmm. it's like he came out the 1998 season, yeah. got us into the playoffs, caught four picks versus San Diego Chargers while we was at home, which was absolutely stupid. And then he comes back in 2001 and puts himself in a great position to have nine picks. But when you look at it from that standpoint, let's go back. Chandler Jones, will anybody break that record of 19 sacks no. with this deep? Watch your mouth. <laughs> the junkyard dog? Are we talking Marcus Golden? I JJ? Actually, I actually was out with JD and Marcus Golden, JYD we call him, but Marcus Golden. I was at an event with him uh-huh. at, a, at a flag football event, and he was talking about he had this look and stare at me like, bro, I got you. I, I, said, I said, hey, man, Johnny Venable on PHNX Cardinals absolutely loves you. And respects you. Yeah. And he said, I tell you what, bro, I got you. And I was like, man. But he looked at me. This is like now. Like, I got you. Right. I'm going to give you everything I got. I was like, bro. <laughs> but it made me feel good because I felt like I wanted the ball with him. Right. JYD, I don't see that. This 19 sacks, guys, come on. Chime into the chime into the chat. Tell me what you think. I don't think that 19 sacks would be broken right now with this group. If you see somebody in the group that you think will do it. Right. Please plug his name on our on our comment section, because I need help with that. I just don't yeah. see 19 seconds. No, I don't either. I, I, as much as, you know, I, I believe what you're saying with, with the junkyard dog and, and, uh, and Marcus Golden being the guy, being that dude as far as the pass rush, but I just, 19 is such a big number. I mean, it's, it's absurd. I mean, if, if we find the right defense, remember, this is the same guy. Watch this here. Hassan Reddick was in the Vance Joseph defense. No difference, right? We, mm-hmm. we, he was in the wrong spot. Then he got into the right spot and he went crazy. And so we can't, we can't, we can't alienate that conversation as if Hassan Reddick did not come out and go crazy. Now he's getting paid major buku. He's getting buku money. Mm-hmm. You know how it is when you're in Hawaii oh, yeah. and you're spending that buku <laughs> money? <laughs> no, okay. not that money? Okay, but he, he's, getting, <laughs> he's getting buku money right now. And so guess what? I think there's maybe one or two guys in our bunch, man, that could come close to that. Yeah. And so I would like to hear what the guys think. We can do a poll next time. For we'll sure. To see how many guys think that it won't be just 19 sacks, but how many sacks will be the top member? Well, this who's going to be? The, who's going to be? Yeah, who's going to be the sack leader for this defense? It's such a it's such a question mark. And I mean, I think that Marcus Golden has got to be the leader in the clubhouse, no doubt about it. But you know, there's I mean, JJ, he's going to have to turn back the clock a little bit. He's going to stay have to stay healthy. He's going to have to dial up more sacks than he did last year. I know he he did a lot more that shows up in the box score last season than than people realize. But man, you know, Majay Sanders, I see. I mean. Now, he's Third. a special talent, sure. though. Like, he has the same body type, body, same build. Yeah. Cameron you know, Thomas, you got, uh, you yeah. know, uh, Johnny seems to think that Devon Kennard is going to get the first crack. Dennis Gardex is a guy who is very efficient. Less than 100. I like Dennis, run, though. Less than 100 times he got after the quarterback a couple seasons ago and had seven and a half sacks. That's that's very productive for somebody like that. So. I agree. I, I, mean, I, th- I, think, there's, I think that's the part, though. We talked about that, guys, uh, just you know, multiple times about our defensive Van Joseph. And then we looked at how we did nothing primarily in the draft per se. Yeah. We didn't go out there. And I'm saying per se in regards to the free agency market. We did nothing in the free agency market that we thought we would have used. You didn't go high. You we, took a two third round picks. Well, we did, but we didn't. Yeah. Like, but, and we got extra stuff on the back end that says, hey, these guys potentially could be something. I, I would be surprised to say that if, if Vance Joseph does the right thing and put these guys in the right position, these guys can find their actual flow and then start balling out pretty fast. Okay, Charles Woodall Pike saying if they add four games to the schedule, maybe somebody gets the 19 sacks. <laughs> four more? Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's about, that's fair. I mean, if, we'd have won the Super Bowl if, by then, right? If you see 19 sacks out of one of these Arizona Cardinals, you might be dipping in too much to the OGs. And that's not even possible to go too hard on the OGs. They launched their first limited edition seasonal flavor. You know, I was enjoying some pina coladas. 
poolside, beachside, and Hawaii also is enjoying it uh, wherever I was going because I had them in that nice little wrapped gummy, <laughs> the pina colada, the, the limited edition flavor from our friends over at OG's. It's creamy coconut blend just in time for those summer road trips, pool parties. Of course, they just had one June 25th. It went down. Our PHNX crew, they were hanging out there. I know even Johnny Venerable got the hall pass. He was hanging out there enjoying himself. Check out OG's online, ogsbrands.com. Also on IG, Instagram, OG's Brands, at OG's Brands. Find their products at your local dispensary. Of course, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Of course, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. You want to continue to do cool things like the Maya uh, Day Club, <laughs> OG's party that went down. Well, you got to go get yourself that shot. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are now eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Had a fun time so far talking about some records that could fall now. I know Frank put in some work as far as some other records that uh, not, not concerning the Arizona Cardinals, but some just yeah. other random records that uh, might, might blow your mind. So here's a great question. So All right. The most chicken wings ever ate in 30 minutes. How many do you think? The most chicken wings ever ate in 30 minutes. How many do you think? Are we going like like actual I mean, wings or pounds? I mean, I'm <laughs> a chicken wing, brother, like just a wing, okay. like just a wing or a leg. Just, I'm going to say the most in 30 minutes, in 30 minutes. 120. 501 chicken Holy wings. Shit. <laughs> Joey Chestnut guy? <laughs> no, in 30 minutes. And it's a girl. It's a young lady. It's a woman. Not that it can't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not tripping. I know y'all got, you know, y'all eat pretty it was, good. It's, like, it's my wife yeah. and she says, like, no, you order it and I'm just going to have one. And then she has 500 and how many? 76 <laughs> in 30 minutes? Where the fuck did all my chicken wings go? I thought you said you're just going to have one. 501 chicken wings, eight in 30 minutes. All right, what else we got? Another one. All right. The fastest insect in the world. Fastest insect in the world is an Australian tiger beetle. 5.5 miles per hour. How much? 5.5 miles per hour. Oh, I'm That's how fast that. it moves. I'm, fa- I'm smoking that You're not that touching beetle. You're not touching that beetle. You can't, you can't, you can't hit that you beetle, You said I bro. can't go five miles no, per hour? I'm, you know what? I don't want to. <laughs> I've been touching these, these libations right here. And here's my favorite of all. Okay. The, like, so I put it on the post. I said that my, I can't really chug a beer. Mm-hmm. Like I, if you said, Frank, let's get a chugging our, moment. Our guy, Johnny, JV gets dragged for this. He does. You kind of, you, you, so, I'm, I'm you second somehow place, get lost in the. But in I'm the, second place. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not second from third place. Mm-hmm. Because it's you, Damien, me, and we'll then have JV. To, we have to settle that. I, I don't want to take a, We you saw know, it. Yeah. But DA's right there with me. My brothers, how fast do you think the fastest beer was ever chugged? I mean, seconds, though. Like, seconds. Fastest Point, beer 1.3. It's by a military guy. It's like the Chris Johnson. It's like the Chris Johnson uh, it's by beer guy, chugs. It's by a Marine. A retired Marine smashed a, a chug of beer in 1.3 seconds. Holy hell. I don't even know how you can get the liquid in, down I'm your like, gullet that fast. I'm like three chugs, LTC. I need three chugs. I need to, like, <laughs> crack it. Like, <laughs> three. three. Right. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'm three chugs, bro. I don't know what to do. I'm not Johnny chugging, but I'm a, somebody I'm a three run back chugging. the tape from the draft party and see how if it was three chugs or if it was three to four at least. 
at least. Now, now it's changing a little bit. Those any, is that all of them? No, that's yeah. Well, I'll, I'll stop right. All there. right, let's stop uh-huh. right there. It's some uh, some pretty interesting records. I think that also Zach Ertz could approach the tight end records again this year. I agree with full that. Full season with the Cardinals. Full season play with Kyler Murray. But are you? you let's back up though. We got all Trey right. McBride, mm-hmm. and that's going to change a little bit in the number numbers poll. I want what he had 87, 88 catches last year. Catches. That, to me, kind of concerns me because we have bring Trey in and we realize that our offense has to change. Our offense has to change to be impactful. We, we have a very, uh, a very tough schedule mm-hmm. ahead of us. It's not the toughest schedule statistically by anybody, by any means, regards to the NFL toughest schedule. But we have a very tough schedule. Teams that we know we're playing that have went to the Super Bowl, teams we know we're playing that have won the championships, the AFC North, we know these guys. They, they, they're bringing heat. They got yeah. young quarterbacks, a lot of young talent. And so, but we have to, we have to rise up to the cage for that moment. And I think, I think we will, yeah. but it's definitely going to be a tough challenge. Yeah, you know, I think Ertz is just going to benefit from the mismatch, the inability for defenses to key in on him. Because if you don't, then a guy who's as young and athletic as McBride, he can kind of eat, eat your for lunch, kind of get lost in the shuffle. And that'd be good, good for the Arizona Cardinals as a whole as far as approaching records. It's just I, I like what Steve Kimes done as far as transforming this tight end room. You had last year like the tight end you were George Kittle and Greg Olson and all these well known tight ends. Travis Kelsey are inviting all the well known tight ends to work out with them. The Cardinals didn't have a single guy there. That ain't happening this year. They had an Ertz. They've got uh, you know I'm sure McBride's in that mix. So it's exciting to see what they're doing in a position that's so key for so many teams that have a lot of success in this league. It's such an important position for your offensive success, and it's part of it. As, you, as you've outlined all, all show, Frank, is, is having that uh, all those weapons, an embarrassment of riches for Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury to spread the ball to. We appreciate everybody tuning in, joining us uh, live at Four Peaks. We've had a blast out here, hopefully uh, doing some more shows out here before the season kicks off, before preseason kicks off. We've got our PHNX D-backs. They're up next. Uh, make sure you're subscribed. Leave a five-star review anywhere you get your podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, another edition of PHNX Cardinals. Have a great rest of your Wednesday.